Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for seeing, thanks for tuning, thanks for downloading, thanks for subscribing and following. It's Justin Hahnemann with ContenderCast for shining a light on bright ideas. Today, you're going to meet the founder of FrostBuddy. I cannot even wait. This guy, unbelievable. I mean, in no time, they've sold more than a million units of the Universal Can Cooler. Um, you're going to hear the story today. It is just awesome, and you're going to be inspired. So great to have you here. Brock Mamoser is on the podcast with us today. Brock, so great to have you. I'm excited to be here. I appreciate it. Dude, it's so great having you on. I had so much fun um, researching you and your product. And like, dude, you have blown up in like no time. I mean, seriously, <laughs> it's so cool. Um, 200,000 plus TikTok followers, 400,000 plus subscribers, 30,000 Instagram and Facebook followers, over a million units sold in like no time. You're in Dick's, Sporting Goods, Book Cheese. Yep. I mean, I mean, all over. Buck so, Book Cheese, <laughs> thank you. Um, I didn't know that one, but it's so cool. And so let's do this first. How about share a a little bit about your background. How did you just, what were you doing before you launched Frost Buddy? Yeah. So I, I guess for the last five years, um, you know, I was at Indiana University. I'm originally from Newton, Illinois, and just a small town, kind of farm town. And I was a pole vaulter at Indiana University. So that was kind of how I got there uh, on the track team. And I was also a finance and real estate major, actually. Uh, <laughs> That's so relevant, right? <laughs> yeah, ironically enough. Um, so I really learned a lot about, about entrepreneurship. No, I really, I wanted to do real estate investing uh, for a long time. And um, yeah, at a certain point, uh, you know, Mitch and I, my brother Mitch, I, I have three older brothers, so I'm the youngest of four. And, uh, you know, we were just honest to God, sitting one Christmas break talking about White Claws, Trulies, and stuff like that. Um, and that's kind of where the idea for a Slim can cooler sparked. Um, you know, and we were like, you know, is there a Yeti for Slims? Right. Like kind of inflated koozie. Didn't know, you know, and had no experience in e-com. Right. Like that. <laughs> or making a uh, product, know, I, right? I mean. Yeah. I, I had nothing, no idea. Um, you know, here I am, like, wanting to do real estate. Right. And so we look it up and, you know, we pretty much saw one brand and we're like, you know, I think there's room for more pretty much. And that's kind of, you know, how I guess, you know, my junior year at IU got, you know, kind of got us started on the whole, you know, I think there's a whole story that unfolds after that, but <laughs> sure. what I was doing, you know, I was just a student at IU, uh, really. It's crazy. So you decide there could be a, a spot in the market for this product. Uh, where did you start? Because, like, like you said, I mean, you had not worked in product packaging. You hadn't put a, a great website together like what you got. Um, like, where did you begin? Like, how did you start to investigate? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that is for sure. Um, so I had done previous ventures, um, or at least tried. You know, my. My senior year of high school, I had started, you know, I was like custom labeled water bottles. Um, so people would use it as advertising. So it's kind it. of a creative, I'd put creative labels around, you know, just like your normal, like a Dasani bottle. Sure. Um, so, so did that, but nothing with a website, nothing like that. And then I tried a healthy edible cookie dough called Ooh, Fit. Dough. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, on your LinkedIn. That, that you know, again, the website, you know, a little better website, but not really. Um, it's still more retail oriented. So then, yeah. I knew what Alibaba was. That was the only place I knew where to start. 
so I, I know how to outsource. I was like, let's just type in Slim Can Cooler, see if someone's made it or whatnot. Right. No one really had, but I found, you know, I just sent inquiries to manufacturers of like, hey, let's, you know, I have an idea. Can we make a can cooler for 12 ounce slims, not 12 ounce regulars? That's right. all they knew. I found one that was like, actually, yeah, like we've been wanting to do that. Um, and so got a sample sent, uh, to us for, you know, within like two weeks, didn't work at all. It was terrible. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why didn't it uh, work? It, it just didn't fit. You know, it just didn't fit. Got it. Uh, um, <laughs> you know, it was like, <laughs> Can too, did not like, go in. It, it was yeah. too tall. Like or, it was something, it was so bad. Like it was, just, it was, <laughs> and we're like, well, we can't use it. So we ended up sending, you know, a couple empty cans overseas, uh, so that they could measure it out, get it right. Well then COVID COVID hit. Right. Uh, so it de- you know delayed us for like four months probably uh, pretty much and you know I guess in that time is when I was like okay I can't do anything about the product being made but I can just dive into like an on like Shopify what it, what exactly. the heck is that yeah how does, right <laughs> how does that work <laughs> yeah and then for me it was like. I was very into Facebook marketing. I was like, I can just dive into Facebook ads. I was like, that's how we're going to grow it. Uh, right. Because, you know, with my previous ventures, it kind of led me to wanting to, I knew the business model I wanted. I didn't know how, what it was going to be or how it was going to work, but I knew I wanted it to be remote, you know, and I knew I wanted it to be online because I was like, I'm still pole vaulting. Right. Still in school. <laughs> like, so, so I need something that's, that the inventory can be outsourced basically. Um, and so, you know, with all of that, it just kind of, you know, I'm a firm believer in just YouTube, Google, just diving, diving in. I mean, I was just learning as much as I could possibly soak in every day uh, so that by the time those products did get there, you know, right. we did get it right. Um, you know, I guess I knew a little bit, right? Now, looking back, the website was hideous it was it was so so bad (laughs) right uh, i mean but everyone's got to start somewhere right (laughs) yeah the marketing was beyond terrible like i think i just remember spending like 900 dollars on facebook ads like over (laughs) selling like nothing yeah and getting zero sales i know i've seen that (laughs) he was like what the heck are we doing i was like it's gonna work I (laughs) i was like it's gonna work so so yeah i mean it was just you know, trial and error. Really, really, it was just like a never-ending optimization of like, how can we get a little better? Sure. And so, how long did it take to get a product that fit the can that you liked? You know what I mean? Did you have to go back and forth a couple of times, or like when you sent the the sample cans over, did they come right back right away? Like, what did that look like? Yeah. So for the slam, turns out I, we weren't the only ones, right? Trying to figure this out with the slam, and so that one they actually nailed like with it. You know within two months, like once they were back after COVID, like sure. it was one, one time we were like, yep, this is perfect. Um, and then, but you know, we had that horrible day of finding, you know, five, six, seven other brands on Amazon. <laughs> right. That was, oh. that was the same because there's no patent. There was nothing right. protected. And we were like, dang, like that's not going to be our moneymaker. That's not the ticket. Right. Um, and so, so yeah, I mean, so it what did you guys just, decide to do? And by the way, amazing number of reviews on your website, uh, frostbuddy.com. Um, yeah. <laughs> what did you guys, what did you guys decide to do? How did you shift to make it unique? Yeah. So, so pretty much, I think it was kind of that, that day where, you know, we find that out, 
Um, and we're like, you know, we gotta, we gotta figure out something that's unique. Right. And I was like, I need something in Facebook ads. that's really solving a problem. This isn't clearly like everyone else has solved this problem. And that's when, you know, we were going to just switch just as simple as that switch from a white claw to a twisted tea or, you know, another beer can. And it kind of hit us. So we're like, you know, what if these were all combined into one, like, right. And, I happened to come across a, so I started looking on Alibaba for that. I'm like, has anyone thought of this? Like, is this right. I, like universal? This I, yeah. Cause we didn't find it anywhere on Amazon, Google, which was a great sign. And so I found one supplier that happened to be kind of thinking about an idea similar. Um, so I told him my idea. He sent us a 3d sample um, of something he had made. We ended up, it, it didn't fit him, but it, it gave us the idea of like the indents and like, Oh, we're like, Oh, the slim can can slide through normal can can stop. Like this might work. So we send every can bottle we can over there. to so this new guy <laughs> that we don't know at all. Right. You trust him. <laughs> yeah. And this one took a while. I mean, this, this took probably five or six prototypes right. before, before we're like, yep. Like this, we can bring to market this. We can actually sell to people. So we ordered about 3,000 of those, uh, just 1,000 white, black, and stainless. Got it. So you just went can straight yeah, up. Just, yeah. I was like, just go simple, um, see if this even works. Uh, we basically took all the money we'd made from <laughs> and put it right back into this. Got it. Uh, we're like, I'm like, I know it's going to cannibalize our sons, but it's fine. Like, we got to try it. And so we ended up getting those in about June of 2020. Okay. And that's when it just like it sold out in three weeks. Like oh my 3, gosh, 000. the three thousand units! Like, now, were you yeah. were you fulfilling those yourself? What did that look like? Were you having to pack yes. them up in individual so, boxes so, and all that? <laughs> so, so for the first order, yeah, uh, and we were fortunate to have you know a couple mentors in terms of not necessarily online, just business mentors that they're like, you know, for this first one, maybe to quality check because we don't know the supplier. Right. Right. Let's ship. He's like, he's like, have ship the first one by yourself. So that way, one, you know, the process Two, you can make you know, sure the product is you can good. Make sure it's good. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, and three, you save money, like just yep. sweat equity. Like you like do yourself. So my brother, Mitch, who's my partner in this, uh, he's also an insurance agent for state farm. And so he, it was kind of our initial plan that he would ship them out. Got it. And, I would be the sales and marketing. So I'm sales and marketing. He's kind He's of operations. Operating. Got it. And so, you know, at first it's fine. You're shipping out <laughs> 10, 20 packages a day. And then all and of then? a sudden I, got, I kept getting better and better at marketing and figuring out like, oh, some this is how like video ads work. And, yeah. and you know, then it became 100, 200 <laughs> a day. And he's like, okay, bro, I can't do this because I'm spending five hours just trying to package up these things and ship them out when I'm trying to, also run another business. Uh, <laughs> so that led us to find um, kind of, we found a mom and pop kind of fulfill third party fulfillment center that, sure. uh, that we were able to kind of transition over to. That's awesome. So, I mean, um, for those that aren't, or you, you haven't experienced Frostbuddy, you've only been at this like two years, right? So, and what yeah. I found on your, your site and looking at your products and everything, I mean, you're way beyond, you know, white, silver and black. I mean, you've got all kinds of yeah. custom designs. So how did you decide to kind of explode into all those other areas? And I mean, they've got, like I said, amazing reviews. Yeah. So 
you know, quite frankly, I've always been a big fan of just listening to my market. Um, and yeah. Facebook, and that, Facebook, not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, Facebook. Yeah, some you. I know. Some of those people have been on this show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so Facebook and Instagram, you know, social media more than anything. People, Got it. people tell you what they're thinking, um, good or bad. Right. They, told, you know, it was most of the time going, "Hey, you know, I'd love to buy." Um, I love the idea, but you don't have the same colors as Broom and Yeti. You don't have enough colors. Like, I wish there was a glitter. I wish there was. Oh, got it. So so we just kept seeing this over and over again. And we had enough sales of the 3,000 that we're like, you know, I think we had enough to boot because we were just bootstrapping the whole thing. I was like, I think we order around 18,000. And so we, we basically were like, let's just. Do the whole yeah for us like that's a lot 3, 000, right it's a lot for those that are haven't ever bought inventory that's you know not cheap right yeah and you got to um, store it somewhere so, yeah exactly uh, and so we ended up I think we went to like nine colors right and we that's where we I had the idea for the American flag which mm-hmm. little did I know that was going to be the million dollar idea it's uh, <laughs> <to laughs> amazing <put> the <laughs> that's what I was just yeah, looking at uh, yep yeah so we 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 went with that. Um, spread it out and as soon as we did doubled sales every day instantly as soon as they arrived like it was just just because we expanded colors and right. we're like okay this is clearly what people want and it kind of just just snowballed from there in terms of like hey what are hot new colors that people want you know what's the best sellers if they don't sell that well when they sell out we'll just get rid of them right so it's kind of don't just, refill and we're still learning in that aspect and it's like you know we just listen to what people are wanting um in, in that so one of the interesting things is some, for a lot of new brands, like we were talking about before we hit record, it takes a while to get into retail stores. You're already in some uh, one, one of the largest right sports stores out there with Dick's. Um, how did that work? How did you get there? And then are, do you still find most of your sales on e-commerce or what does that look like? Yeah. So that was, uh, yeah, certainly unexpected. <laughs> like, like that's like the end all be all for us. Like you're like, Oh, if we can get into Dick's sporting goods. Like that's, that's where we could be. Um, And so, you know, in the first year we were really just all online, like just mom and pops would reach out to us boutiques for retail. And, you know, we set up kind of separate retail side. They could go just order. Uh, And then I think as we were getting later into 2021 and we really got an understanding of just online and, and how that was consistent. We're like, you know, we really need to grow the retail, but we don't have that experience at all. So for Dick's, we actually got approached by, a, it was like a, I guess a wholesale agency type of, you know, right, like an intermediary. Kind of a, group, a group that was like, you know, we have these connections sure. uh, to these big box. Um, and we're like, I guess we'll take a shot and see. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically all they did was send out, you know, mass messages <laughs> right. to these big box. Uh, right to the buyers and the merchandisers yeah yeah. they just had connection to all the buyers yeah that's who you talk to is the buyers so we sent samples out to you know dicks and target costco Mm -hmm. you know all the buyers and dicks right away like our group was like hey they want to have a zoom meeting and they're like the (laughs) fact that they have a zoom meeting means it's a good sign interested and so we got on that meeting not really like they didn't prep us much at all. Like, <laughs> the question is, can you deliver 38,000 of these? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they didn't prep us much for this. Like, they're just like, you know, just obviously we, you can do anything they ask. So like, just make sure. <laughs> right. Like, 
and I've never said no to someone like that. So we get on the call and the buyer, he's been the buyer for about, I think nine years. And he goes, you know, I've never seen, he goes, I've seen every possible drinkware that you can possibly right. see. I'm sure. He goes, in nine years, I've never seen something as unique and as, and as innovative as this is. He goes, I've never seen it. And he goes, and that's crazy that I've never seen it. Right. Because I've seen it. So right. They were like, they were pretty much just like, you know, how fast can right. you fulfill you get product? Right. They're like, can we get it in before Christmas? And Mitch and I are like, yeah. We'll <laughs> how do, many? We'll, we'll do whatever you want. So uh, we essentially got an order in for about 150 stores to test, you know, to test it out and see what sure. we're like. <laughs> Massive. That's and we've done. <laughs> I know. And, so, you know, we, I mean, and kudos to Mitch. Mitch handled a lot of that just because it was literally in this past Q4 as I was, you know, that's online's heaven, right? Uh, right. With black and stuff. So I couldn't handle much. So he, you know, worked on it for hours and hours just to get everything as quickly as we could to try and get it in yeah. the stores in Q4 before Christmas. Um, and so, you know, we got it in there. Uh, we did. I mean, they were very impressed with how fast they're like no startups, especially this young have worked this efficient and fast. Wow. With us. That's impressive. So they, were they were really happy with that. Um, and then they said sales have been very good. Um, and of course I try to push it on TikTok and socials, right. you know, and, right. like and you know, really when it came down to it, you know, they just said that they're like, we just love the brand that you're building. They're like, we love the TikTok presence. We love the social presence center. They're like, you have a following and they're like, right. we're not interested in products at the end of the day. They're like, yes, your product's great. But they're like, what we see is a lot bigger than your product. What we see is just the fact that you have so many people that love the brand and love who you guys yeah. are. It's pretty, really cool. Um, so, for those that don't understand TikTok and how it plays into building a brand, like you hear a lot of talk around Instagram and Facebook ads, right? Um, mm -hmm. and we've had lots of guests talk about that, but TikTok for some big brands is like this because most of the buyers <laughs> aren't on TikTok. They don't always understand it. Help our audience understand the value of it and like how it, how it helps your brand. Yeah. Well, it's funny. It's, it's, it's so funny, right? Cause these big, these big <laughs> guys, they, they, they trash on TikTok. They're like, Oh, it's a bunch of 14 year olds. And it's like, they couldn't be more wrong. And right. they couldn't be less willing to adapt to what's actually going on in the world. So, you know, obviously it, it helped. I was in college, right? So TikTok, you know, I saw it really early and I was very hesitant. Like I was like, I'm the same guy. I was like, I'm not going to get TikTok. It's not going right, to work. Right. <laughs> um, and at a certain point, I think it just a flip switch where I was like, you know, like, and I had, we hired my buddy. So we kind of just chat, you know, since we're in the same place. Uh, I was like, you know, I think we should just go all in on TikTok. Like, I was like, I think we should just start like just posting consistent and just see what happens. Like, let's just learn it. I think it's going there. And yeah, I mean, we pretty much, I was just posting whatever I could, right? Whatever I could think of, you know, looking at maybe what are some other startups doing. Um, and that's when, you know, the one kind of hit. And it was just me showing the product, showing what it does. And I mean, 
you know, I posted it at like 6 p.m. And then at 9 p.m., my buddy calls me. He's like, have you seen it? And I was like, seen what? Seen he's, what? Like, your he's like, your video is at 3 million views. I was oh, like, my God. And, you know, so to put it into perspective, we were at 2,000 followers, um, which, you know, I think we had had one video that got to about 800,000. And that was where we got all the followers. Like, we hadn't had right. anything else. Um, and that'll happen, right? So we're at 2,000. We had just said that morning. We're like, you know, if we could just get to 10, it's like, we're, if, you, if you can get a K behind that number. A we're K, like, that's, right. That's, Everyone wants like, a K. We, just, we want a K. And so we're like, how can we get to 10? And so, yeah, he he texts me, so you're at 3 million. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, how? And I look and, you know, we're at like 5,000 followers already. And so then, you know, I go to bed and I wake <laughs> up, I look at sales. And I mean, sales are at like, 20x what they normally would be at that time like we'd already oh my god so you did drive do. sales out of it interesting yeah so we we did more. so well i'll get into that but i woke up and we had fifty thousand followers <laughs> <laughs> from the night before from the night before so i went to bed and over eight hours we had fifty thousand followers and it was about you know i think close to 10 million views and so i was like is this gonna keep going right it kept going the whole day and the next day we ended up, the video got to about 18 and a half million views and we got to about 200,000 followers <laughs> from this one viral video. You got the K. Yeah. Yeah. We, we got the K. Yeah, we got the K. Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny, man. So we got the K. So That's we were, great. and I don't know if you want me to go like specific in the numbers. Yeah, uh, dude. What, you, can, what, you can share what you want to share. Yeah. So, um, you know, I mean, I'm pretty open about it. We were doing about, 10 to 15 K a day in October and October is a really slow month for koozies. And the next day we did about 120 K. Um, and did you and have, which, you guys weren't fulfilling was, sin then, right? Or you were, you had your, yeah, we had everything the, like yeah, ready. at this point. So at this point, you know, we had a fulfillment center. We, we had enough inventory, like, I think it's all of, you know, people talk about preparation you're just always building for an opportunity and ready for an opportunity. We were ready. Like, so right. if this happened, like we could do it. Um, record day by like, I don't even know, like I can't imagine like what right. we'd ever done. Um, so record day there and we were so excited and I was just responding to comments till like four <laughs> in the morning. Right. Like I was trying every single comment. Oh. I could to try and keep on. So so people then, love that man. Right. Yeah. The next day, we were able to do about a quarter million. And so, oh my God. And we were just, we were, I mean, October, normal sales are 10 to 15,000. And then you're and then at 250,000. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy, so, dude. That's crazy. So, <laughs> so when people tell me it doesn't convert to sales on TikTok, like, say, we, you don't I'm know like, what you're talking you're about. Like, you're an idiot. Your video is just not good enough. Or maybe your website's not good enough. Like, something, right? right? I'm like, you can't say it, doesn't it? When I see multiple companies that do, um, you know, and myself included. So yeah, I mean, it was just dude, that's the amazing, craziest week of my life. And on top of that, you know, when people say these buyers don't have TikTok, it's so wrong because when we got on that meeting with Dix, they're like, oh yeah, we saw your TikTok, um, TJ Maxx. <laughs> sure. Got on a meeting with TJ Maxx. They're like, oh yeah, we saw your TikTok. Yeah. Uh, Bucky texted me. Bucky, and I was like, yeah. hey. My friends uh, sent me your TikTok. Like everyone sees it, and so <laughs> you know, crazy. even if it doesn't convert to sales, it's like brand it awareness, a great awareness tool in the entire world. Because you know, the two competitors 
that I look at as our two main competitors in Brewmate and Yeti. Mm-hmm. You know, Yeti has 50,000 TikTok followers. Brewmate has 40,000. We have now 240,000. <laughs> and, two years. It's like two and, years. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's well, crazy. really, it's, it's not like even that, right? Because you started, months. yeah, four months. We, we, didn't, we didn't get on TikTok until, yeah, this past year. Dude, so, okay. so that's amazing. The power of that is just yeah. exponential. That's pretty amazing. Um, what about other big retailers? You mentioned a couple um, that you sent or you've sent product to. I mean, surely they want to carry your product. I mean, how do you think about that or how does that work for you? You know, the retail space is, I'm not going to lie, it's really difficult. Um, it really is. Um, and so I would never tell him, like, the, the Dick's thing was definitely like a stroke of just, honestly, it was very lucky um, and that they wanted it and just the timing worked. A lot of, there's a lot of competition in this space. So there's some retailers that, you know, to not make, you know, a Yeti mad or a brewmate mad, they will stay away from us because we are pretty disruptive right? Uh, in what they're doing. So there's definitely that challenge. Um, and then there's just the challenge of, you know, being a bigger name and just one, like we talked about getting in connection with these buyers. We don't use that group anymore because they actually struggle after getting the next one. Um, and so, you know, it, it wasn't, the ROI was just going down and down and down. So we're like, you know, I'll take it upon myself um, to just do that. And, you know, I think it's using whatever connections you can. Yep. Um, no you know, doubt. Like we're, I've talked, we're close to camping world. Like I've talked mm, to their buyer. Um, that would be a great one. They we're just working through a few things. So we could, there's potential on that one. Um, and then, you know, we actually now have, rep agencies um in all 50 states um so we have a national retail manager i guess is what we would sure. call his <laughs> idol helping so, you get into different so that's places, that's yeah. really helping that's really really helping just you know not even the big chains right but just there's a lot of small chains out there that's like oh, 10 yeah. no 15 stores that adds up i mean no doubt get especially to, retailers you can, to, you can get to 2,000 locations like that you know in no time um and yeah, they've gotten us into some bigger places. I mean, we got, I think we have a test in Palmetto Moon right now that's going well, that's well, that's starting. Um, that's cool. You know, that was a, that's a pretty big one. So, so yeah, that's just kind of a... Dude, lots of potential, lots of upside. I mean, I think that's just a exciting. maturing, right, as a company. Like the more, the bigger a company gets and the, the more traction we can get, the easier I think it is for me to go into these retailers and say, hey, right. here's, here's what we're doing online. Like, you're missing, like you're missing out, basically. Right. Totally. Um, I always love to ask our guests about two of their biggest pieces of advice, two or three pieces of advice you'd offer to other entrepreneurs. I mean, you've been in this uh, a couple of years now, um, early days still, right? And uh, we have a lot of folks listening that have an idea and haven't acted on it, have an idea and have started acting on it, have an idea and are down the path and growing. We've had a lot of guests on yeah. in that space. But what would be two or three things you'd offer as advice as you look back over uh, your time in, in with Frostbutter? Yeah. Yeah, I always tell, I think the one thing I always tell everyone is to just start. Um, to jump. I'm a firm believer in everything I do. I just jump in and you can learn as you go. But the only way you won't learn is if you don't, is if you don't start doing it. Um, so, so I think number one, just you gotta, if you even have the slightest bit of an idea, just go get after it. it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and you will learn. And it might not be that idea, right? Like this was my fourth idea. Um, and then I think, I guess the second thing it kind of, you know, piggybacks off that is I think a lot of people 
think very small uh, and set a ceiling on themselves. And that's something I will never in a million years do. Um, I put, I set the most unrealistic, you know, reach for the stars type of goals. Um, you know, like, for example, I'd say our 10 year target, like I told my brother, I want to have a billion dollar valuation in 10 years. And so like, that's a crazy goal. But for me, that creates, you know, much more action because I'm totally. like, okay, now I have to step up my game to try and reach try that goal. Get there. And yeah, so, so I think, you know, just dreaming about it, not even dream, but just thinking as big as you can so that your actions follow. Um, and then really, I think the last piece would be, you know, that to not ever really use the word failure, but to use it more as learning. Um, I don't think there's ever such thing as failure. I think it's more so you're just learning. Uh, totally. I think society, society really, you know, makes people scared of failure and they create this fear for, and for whatever right. reason, I don't know. Um, and I think that's a lot of social media, you know, people are scared oh, yeah. to just be out there and yeah. like, you know, yeah, everyone knows I'm doing frostbody all my friends know. And you know, if I failed, like they'd probably give me crap or whatnot, but like, you know, <laughs> but you're doing I, it, man. You know, you're going to have exactly. great stories and you've, you're, I mean, you already found a lot of success, which is really you know, cool. You're the one doing it. So don't be scared of failure. Don't be scared of anything totally. like that because if someone tries to bring you down, odds are they just feel bad that they're not trying to do something. Exactly. Uh, I totally agree. So, so yeah, that, that would be my my three right off the bat. I'm sure I could just keep, <laughs> you keep going. I think you shared <laughs> others as well. Um, dude, this has been so great. I, I'm excited for where you guys are going, and you got to come back on down the road and share more with us. Um, share with our audience where they can find you, connect with you, buy product, et cetera. Yeah. So our website is going to be frostbuddy.com. Um, F R O S T B U D D Y.com. So frostbuddy.com. Also, anyone in Australia, au.frostbuddy. And then Ooh. we're also on Amazon. Yep. Uh, and then, in terms of you know finding me personally, uh, LinkedIn, Brock Moser is definitely probably the easiest place to find me and you know get access. Um, and then, Frostbuddy, you know, Instagram, just type in at Frostbuddy USA, TikTok, at Frostbuddy. Um, and yeah, I mean, those are really two, you know, Facebook cross buddy as well. So if you type in frost, buddy, you're going <laughs> to, you're going to find it. You're gonna find us, and I do love the, uh, the name. It's very catchy, dude. Yeah, it's so great. It's been so great having you. Um, please come back on and excited to watch where you're going and growth. And I really appreciate you making the time. Yeah, no, I definitely love to come back on and yeah, I appreciate this. This is, it's been a lot of fun. Awesome. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional Contender Cast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the Contender Cast, connect with us at contendercast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.